happy to be here together and uh, discussing palms. It's the best part of our job, we think. We think. We love it. And we're so honored that our uh, our writers, our authors, our submitters agree to letting us discuss their work in a public forum like this. And um, I'm Kathleen Volkmiller, and I'm an essayist and memoirist and do a bunch of stuff here at Drexel University, where we are in the sound studio. And guess who's in the sound studio with me? Woo! Hi, it's Marion, and I'm here. I'm in your time zone. Can you see me? Can you see me? <laughs> I'm actually right here. Um, it's Marion Wren, and I am co-editor of Paint Bride Quarterly. I am an essayist, and I'm working on a novel, and I run the writing program at NYU Abu Dhabi. Yes, and sitting do. next to me is... Tim Fitz. <laughs> I'm the author of two short story collections, Hypothermia and Go Home and Cry for Yourselves. And I teach here at Drexel and um, read with the Painted Bride Quarterly. Yes, you do. And we're so grateful for you. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Joe Zhang is our sound engineer. Joe. He's on the boards. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Maya is his shadow today. And we're happy to meet her and have her observing. And um, she's both listening to the work and, and, and learning sound engineering jams mm -hmm. from from joe mm -hmm. which is awesome um so listeners this is a big bite this is a whole triple layer cake you know at the diner and when they spin yeah they're rotating yeah, yeah this is this is this is maybe the whole Rotating dessert, dessert case, case. <laughs> there is a lot of words here for you today so i'm going to remind you that um you can look at these words on our website, pbqmag.org. Um, if you would like to read along, read ahead, any of those things. Um, so we have two poems by Yumi Deenan, and um, they're both long. And we're going to start with the longest one first because that's how we do it. And I also need to ask, should we... Uh, should we really read it the whole way through? Yeah, let's read it the whole way through. Okay. It'll be a great experience, I think, for the listeners, too, to have this sort of, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. mega poem. <laughs> Should we, since it's three pages, should we rotate pages and no, have a different I voice jump in? one voice. Okay, one, one voice. voice I agree. Poem. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. I wouldn't mind doing it, but you I read really it. well. No, you do it. I think you should do it. Okay. Are we ready? Let's do it. Here we go. It's long. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, I really am going to have a sip of water. I was going to take yeah. one deep breath and see if I could do it, but I probably <laughs> wouldn't. No breath. <laughs> Don't, no breathing. Do it, no breathing. Okay, Yumi, thank you so much. And here we go. Welcome to Connecticut, land of death and rebirth. I had run through fields in white pants, bleeding from the eye I recalled as I ran through the field in my white pants, bleeding from the eye, and you walked beside me, your briefcase, your flannel, your messenger bag. Your spontaneous face, your spontaneous face, your spontaneous face, where one won't expect you are mine, in the field, in the valley, in the valley, in the tunnel, spooled through your spatialized mind, you are mine. As a tea kettle whistles at the heat, I love you. Trina, drink my cold brew in the window as you walk by and by and walk by and walk by in my cat's eye. 
shade in your shade, with a tassel in your ear, I am yours. I run my virtual hand through her virtual hand. 11.45 a.m. to 1 p.m. Do yoga, stare at trees. Location, trees. I grew so much this year, your year, gray hairs, an evening fishing for eels in the creek, a season overlays space, the meeting of homogenous, empty, and messi messianic times, where time informs our time, spent among any given spatial totality, and you walk by the window and Hashtag thinking about hashtag revenge again. She shreds the straw with my teeth. The buttons done up to the neck like you used to do again. The hand on my head, the head stubble. Oedipal, Oedipal, Stacy suggests. Conference next slide. None of the backs of the heads look like you and a season overlays time like you in Cambridge, a Casabon like Doritha in Rome, a Casabon who fits in the center for rare books and spatial collections prove non-fatal. The trick was throwing my phone in the compost, moving on with my life in my arms, and I walk ostentatiously past the window as you walk by the window in my new vegan leather freezing the air with my breath. GCAL notification, total knowledge project due today. You have executed your total knowledge project with aplomb. The crowd explodes ticker tape and Katy Perry songs for you. The king of the total knowledge project. Breaking a dish on my wrist, I watch from the kitchen your faithful wife and staunch the blood with the tapestry she weaves night and night out of my limited intellectual means with its warp of fact, with its weft of I feel like. You fucking moron, moron, don't you know I'm in love? Walking you back and forth, my fingers staining the window, blocking the natural light. This high noon, I still cough at the smoke, and the smoke still smells like you in my lungs, bent over your total knowledge project. Sign on the door, a girl in a dress reading Omen. I love you as a tea kettle whistles in the heat, as a window won't lock when the dust weeps in. She allows the pipes to freeze and burst, changes the locks, and you aren't coming back. Recognizing neither my face nor my name, I take the train. You once told me about your people, their parlors, and names, their inhibitions, how they questioned the wisdom of classifying even the seemingly non-sexual passions as libidinal. Back in your stomping grounds, welcome to Connecticut. Land of death and rebirth, says the wizened crone on the metro north, stirring her coffee, a yellow nail, a Greek cup, a fleck of crispy cream and the fates she thought I would die before she saw Rome. She thought she would die before she saw Rome. She thought she would take you with me. 
I once told you about my people, how they lacked objects to organize their lives. They're fucking a figure for interconnectedness, a lefted poem writ in my blood just for you. The object arrives with me and ends at last with me in the object narrative. You called my name and it was the name of the Lord. Holden will walk me to class the day I can't breathe because of my pollen allergy, because I've lost you, because she'd lost you. Sam would bring me a glass of wine in bed as he walks by the window. He walks by the window. He walks by the window. You walk. I love you as you walk by the window and she loves you as I love the pills she swallows with wine to draw a circle of salt around my heart to keep you out. Like a mouth loves a lost tooth drooling blood, I love the way that she loves the pizza delivery. Man, like the lost and found where she found her umbrella again between the storm that cold summer day, I left it again again distracted by you. I saw her standing, drawing off her glove, standing contraposto in her limited edition Doc Martens. I saw her standing in the Philadelphia Museum of Art. I saw her standing before a red canvas, standing contraposto. I said, she looks like the statue of Artemis. I desired to paint her as I would sketch a charcoal sketch of the statue of Artemis. I told her, you look like the statue of Artemis. We debated the merits of visual versus textual representation, their transparency, their potential for eloquent distortion, to reveal the truth of a truth that overwhelms truth with its canvas of red. I saw her stand. I once told you about my people. They were prophets all burned in the brain, the prophet who buries herself in New Haven will rise from the earth in 17 years, reborn, reborn in the mouth of 2013. Your name in her mouth, like a cut, like a cut, like I always got lost in a city, any city, like the dreams of being naked or lost in my city. I always got lost in the wrong metaphor, like she always got lost in your spatialized mind, in the box house and metaphor and the train and the train they claimed could only move one way. Bravo. Bravo. Wild piece of work. Wow. All right. And so the poet's name is Yumi, and her last name is Deneen. Is that right? D-I-N-E-E-N. Yumi. Okay. Yep. Um, and I ask that only because I'm I'm thrilled to see this poet's work, and I don't know much about Yumi. I don't know if she's got any books or where she's been publishing, and that's my yeah. own ignorance. But, but that, what no, a that's not ignorance. That's a wonderful across, way to come to this poem, right? right? To what, not know her. Yeah. yeah. Really. Um, so it's so, a wild spiral. Like, yeah. It's a wild, wild spiral. It right? absolutely is. Uh, so I uh, uh, work with a memoir with a group of women for several years now, and they 
uh, were in last night. And because Marion is in town, she got to sit in with that group. And we were looking at a craft essay. Uh, I'll make sure we put a link to it on this episode. But we were looking at a craft essay that talked about different approaches to the essay. And one of them was the flood. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about that right now because that is the approach to this poem for sure. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, When it when when, you know, we all read and submittable and are sometimes struck by these by poems and. And say, oh, this would be great for the podcast. This is difficult for the podcast because it's this flood of words. But man, did I want to discuss it with you guys in yeah. this environment. Like, it's very selfish of me to, to you know, to to uh, hoist this upon you and upon our listeners. I hope that that experience of hearing it was uh, pleasant for you. Um, I definitely feel like I'm in a deluge of words. Mm-hmm. But so many moments, I was reading to get through it, right? But so many, to not I mean in the best way, like to have it out there for everybody. But uh, there are so many moments that I want to pause mm-hmm. and read the line again, stay mm-hmm. in the moment for a second, you know? Mm-hmm. I, um, I really like its construction. I like the craft of it. It is crazy spiral. Well, I guess that's what I mean too. Like you, it, it's funny that I, I'm so glad you're going to link to that essay, that craft essay. It's mm-hmm. in brevity, and forgive me, I can't remember the author's that's name. That's what I said. Yeah, but the, there are like like four or five categories of mm-hmm. kinds of essays, mm-hmm. and one of them was schizophrenia. Right? Yeah, that's so, true. And it's not that I, not that I. Well, I that had the repetition. The schizophrenia was the repetition one. That's why I keep coming back to this. Like, there's a flood of words here, but there's like a sort of internal logic that's ticking through the whole thing. Absolutely. So it's repeat, 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 and then forward. Repeat repeat, repeat, and then yeah. forward, right? Yeah. And it's as, as it's like this, the momentum of this person, this persona's mind, right, on on the page, I think is part of the pleasure of the piece, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I was so glad to hear you read it one voice out loud. Yeah. Because I think if we had broken it up with different voices, it would push against what totally is Totally agree. Monologue. I, yeah. It is. A, it is it's a, an interior monologue. Absolutely. Right. This is, this is, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? Mm. Faulkner uh-huh. and even Ulysses. Mm. Yeah. Because even even that repetition that we're talking about, uh, I, know, I should have looked this up. Just recently I heard how little new thoughts you have every day and how once you have a thought, like let's say it's even as mundane as we're having brick oven pizza for lunch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You will keep thinking we're having brick oven pizza for lunch, like through <laughs> right. the day. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. even just like I gotta, I gotta stop for milk. You are definitely gonna remember that you gotta stop yeah. for milk, yeah. but you keep going. And I'm stopping for milk on the way home. Like that thought will just bubble up and bubble up and bubble up all day long. I saw a woman on the way to get a sandwich before we went to class before coming here. Yeah, she was driving with a dog on her lap, texting. Holy and, uh, I smokes. Thought, uh, I I wanted to tell her that she's a murderer. But um yeah. would be. And would uh, be murderer. That face, her that look on her face, that dull, stoned look with yeah. that idiotic dog and mm-hmm. that like egg white colored phone. I got that image about every fifteen minutes that flashes in front of my You're still seeing uh, it. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, just yeah. like this. 
Yeah. 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 If I find it, guys, listeners, guys, hey, guys, um, before we put it up, it was really fascinating um, about that, about the brain. And so that's why this feels... Yeah. That was another, like, the repetition doesn't bother me Not at, at all. all. Not at all. And so, like, I guess, so I, you know, I don't often watch football. Stay with me on this one, right? Um, and I watch the Bears and Eagles game at my, um, yes, go Eagles. <laughs> there, there's high-fiving in the room. We're high-fiving. Listeners, listeners are high-fiving, high-fiving. So, but I was watching it with a, with a group of people, and in that group of people, <laughs> there's someone who's suffering from dementia early onset, right? And there's a young boy who's got... Um, some form of autism, right? He's, hmm. he's on the spectrum. Some mm-hmm. he's very like, you know, like really special, lovely kid and a really special, lovely older man who's beginning to show signs. But we're all facing the game, right? So it's sort of like the game was sort of holding all of our minds, like we're all focused, right? Yeah. The ways in which we were engaging with the game were so radically different. So this, you know, the the, the man who's beginning to suffer with dementia I was describing it to Kathleen. When you're in a conversation with him, it's like you're in uh, this a story about 99 bottles of beer on the wall, right? You, like right. you're just looping. You're just yeah. looping, right? And so, but that, and he's not fully aware that he's slipping, but he's focused on the game, right? And then next to me is this young kid who's like trying to play this this video game and watching the game, and he's like like fluttering with nervous energy, yeah. right? And I guess like I'm saying that to you because you think like we're all sitting there mind numbed so to speak like watch we're all watching the game like robotron 3000 but all of these different ways of sense making are happening like in the yeah. group that you're with and i think that's why this poem makes such such an impact on me because we are jacked into a mind like perseverating over a broken heart right and the way that's happening is with these this like this this spray of images that sort of like goes out and comes back in, goes out and comes back in. It's yeah. That, you know, you're sort of looping, 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 and then yeah. forward motion. Yeah. My kids watch movies this way now. Mm. So when they're watching a movie and they like the way say somebody says a sentence, mm-hmm. they'll back it up three seconds over and over to hear them say the sentence again. Yeah. And I don't know why it drives me crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I know why it drives you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> But it's their watch. It's right. not, they're not doing it to the movie I'm watching. Right, but right, I'm right. Think, sure. I just, I'm just like watching. the old guy thinking there must be something wrong with this because if, when I was a kid, I watched a movie. I could got in one shot. You could memorize that line and, and then, then quote and then it, it would, a million yeah. times. And then it was over for a year. Yeah. You know, Willy Wonka came on what? Sunday yeah, night so after excited. the last football game. Yep. And when you had to go eat dinner, you right. had to go eat dinner and wait to see what happened right. a year later if you remembered it was on. But- at the same time, they just love the way the words sound. Right. Yeah. And I'm just getting in their way. Yeah. But I like, I, it, but I guess the reason it bothers me, because I think this is going to fracture your reality in some way. Mm-hmm. And it kind mm-hmm. of does. Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like this speaks to that kind of current fracturing of yeah. mm. reality. I couldn't tell who, what relationship in this poem was um, like a virtual reality relationship or a real relationship. Mm-hmm. It kept. I was because I don't because me coming to the poem, I don't know what is yeah. real barely anymore. Yeah, right. I have no idea if you know, when I when when I talk to my students in the class, if I say when you wanted to meet someone to go on a date with when I was in college, you met them in class and everyone looks like looks at me like I'm crazy. And I think, oh, okay, we're this is the generation gap. Right. I'm I'm officially on the other side. 
and I'm just some uh, guy in front of the class now. <laughs> and I, when I read this, when I read this poem, I feel like it speaks to that confusion that we're all having. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I I really like that. It's it does it's confusing to me, but it's naturally confusing. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, listeners might even know as, you know, and I know that you guys know that I do like a narrative poem. I yeah. want to know what's happening, all those things. I don't with this one. Yeah. I don't mind that. She, I think the speaker is using I and she for herself. Oh, right. Totally. And I Great. think that the affection. you is yeah. uh, the lover. Or a lover. Right. Or, you know, the 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 other, let's say, partner. Um, I don't. You said the broken heart. I'm I'm not sure about this one. Oh, really? Broken relationship either. Really? Yeah. We're, yeah. Well, it's like but the, I, the, I love. Well, okay. So here's here's my so um yeah. How do I get that? So on the 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 third by the third stanza end of the third stanza right um in the second stanza your spontaneous face your spontaneous face your spontaneous face where one won't expect you are mine in the field in the valley in the valley in the in the tunnel. Spooled through your spatialized mind, you are mine. As a tea kettle whistles at the heat, I love you. Trying to drink my cold brew in the window as you walk by and by and walk by and by. So that, there's the first for me confession is the I love you, right? Self yeah. to other, right? And then, um, then on the uh, maybe like the third page, Holden will walk me to class, right? Um, the day I can't breathe because of my pollen allergy because I've lost you because she lost you. Sam wouldn't bring me a glass of wine in bed, and he walks by the window, and he walks by the window, and walks by the window. I love you as you walk by the window, and she loves you as I love this pill she swallows with wine to draw out a, a, circle, a salt circle around my heart to keep you out, right? Like uh-huh. some, somewhere in here I got there's um, – there, there is a – A break. Riff. Uh, that that yeah. this person's in love with someone else and not her. That there's a breakup, right? But but to your point, if the I and the she are the same person, right? If the I is also the wife, yeah. right? Then then that muddies my my reading. You fucking moron, don't you know I'm in love? Right. right? I don't know if he's all the way uh, gone. I don't think she. I'm, I'm just I'm going with hetero adjectives here. I yeah, apologize, yeah. but um, I don't know if the. Uh, the would-be partner is all the way gone, even though she says, I've lost you. Yeah. I think she doesn't have him. Right. That's why there's all this watch, watching and yeah. I love you. I love you here and I love you there. You fucking more and I love you. Right? right. I think the other doesn't know. But also, again, let me let's just take this back. I don't care to have. I don't need to have. Such a clear handle on the linear narrative here because. I'm struck by so many moments and this deluge of words is such a pleasure. One moment for me was when in the parentheses when it says sign on the door, a girl in a dress reading Omen. So this reminds me of, I'll be a little self-indulgent. When I lived in South Korea, I read a lot of the sports page on Yahoo and I loved watching a game and then reading about it. That's my favorite thing. Uh And uh And I watched a lot of games just by seeing the scores flip. Right. So when they weren't on the Armed Forces TV. And then the favorite thing is going to sleep, waking up and reading the recap and reading about the story. Mm -hmm. And then one day the recap stopped appearing Mm. and it said game story. And I thought, dear God, are people too dumb now to know what recap means? 
And then about a year later, the game story disappeared and they just stopped doing recaps. Mm. And I thought, I guess no one's going to read anymore pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And then I see this line, sign on the door, a girl in a dress reading, and then capital letters, omen. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of a girl I saw smoking today before class. I thought, that's weird. Who smokes? What? what, <laughs> what, what you, yeah, she was, she's like 18. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, yeah, people our age did, then you quit. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. young yeah. people don't. Right. And I, th- and I thought that's what's going to happen when the zombies come. People are going to start smoking again. Well, sure. And when you see some, when I see that's someone smoking now, I think, what's wrong? What happened today? But wait, wait, wait. So, you know? so the sign on the door and a, a girl in a dress reading... Right, so it's a bathroom door, and the W is missing. Right, so that's what—that's the joke. Yeah, I know, but right? I saw Omen. I saw—I didn't even see that. I just saw. I, I'm just thinking because that popped me back into thinking of, uh, and I've been reading about how people don't read, people skim read now, mm-hmm. and it's we we rewiring our brains. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and this is all so horrifying, and people don't realize. You know, we have to start. I'm not even a huge reader, really. I only right. read the things I like to read, but I don't read anything else. And and I find if I don't like it, it's a struggle, and I put it down, and I think I have to start doing some more heavy lifting but, okay. just but, to but rewire that's things. A perfect like like addition to the conversation because that's what listen to what we're talking about. We're like loving the flood of these words and resisting making sense of it, right? Because right. it's not demand. It doesn't it doesn't yield a clear narrative. So we're not even going to try to find one, right? So is the pleasure in the skimming or what? I saw this girl in a red in a dress reading. I thought when I saw that image, I didn't see the omen. I saw a sign of a girl reading. Yeah. Like a yeah. picture of a girl and reading. And the book she's reading is omen. I saw that too. Yeah. Book, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's well, I, like, I kind of liked the double. It was double. Well, I, I, I reading that, Omen. Yeah. And I do think the Omen, the book, my family was really into all the scary books. <laughs> oh, Seriously, yeah. they all read all the Stephen yeah. King and all that. I really think the Omen had a, was in capital letters like that. Yeah. Like the Omen right. yeah. was the right. cover. But I think that, you know, like the, okay, to, to, what Yumi's got going on here, by the way, I think is a really wicked sense of humor, too, right? Sure. So that parenthetical reference to a bathroom door, right, mm-hmm. or, it, which we can read like 10 different ways, also reminds me that the um, one, two, three, four, five, six stanza, if you're interested, um, dear listeners, she's referring to, is that Middlemarch, Casabon, and Dorothea are characters from Middlemarch, oh. right? So that whole Casabon who who who's fits in the center for rare books yeah. and special collections proved non-fatal. Like she's she's making gestures at hashtags mm-hmm. and Middlemarch, right? Yeah, so George yeah. Elliott and bathroom doors, right? Mm-hmm. So again, like the pleasure is is in the flood. It puts you in the position of being a skim reader, but then if you slow down over it, it's um there's just a term in visual art called horror vacui. Right where you don't want a blank space at all in the canvas, and that's what this feels like to me. Right, yeah. like every space is filled with these details that this mind is picking out. Right, um, vegan leather, vegan leather, right? Yeah. Vegan yeah. leather, um, and her cold brew. Yeah, I'm trying to drink my cold brew. Right, <laughs> and maybe we're going back all the way to where we started, which is which is I was I didn't skim read this for <laughs> sure, for sure. Bless, bless you, bless you, bless you. Double sneeze. Uh, Double sneeze. That's good luck. That's a good omen. <laughs> um, oh, I lost it. For you a didn't second. skim read. You I read, didn't yeah. skim read. 
when I read this mm-hmm. the first time. And when I remember as soon as I was done reading it to you guys, I said I felt like I was rushing it. Even though I was trying to like read slowly, mm-hmm. but because it, I felt it was asking me to pause and like absorb moments for a second before yeah. I went on, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. I love and and you're right too. There is this wit. Like I want to hang out with this person. You know what I mean? Eleven forty five to one. Do yoga. Stare at trees. Location. Location. Trees. <laughs> you know, right. like you're going right. to dedicate that much time to yeah. yoga too. Is yeah. which is great. And, that, you know? and this this right the GCal notification total knowledge project do. Today you have executed your total knowledge project with the plum. The crowd explodes. Ticker taping. Katy Perry songs for you. Like, <laughs> right, that's right. Just yeah. like delightfully. Specific. And how about breaking a dish on my wrist? I watch. Mm-hmm. So fun. From, so fun. See, this is where I started to think about broken relationship from the kitchen. Your faithful wife, right? And staunch the blood with the tapestry she weaves night in, night out of my limited intellectual means. But there, I still but thought it was her. That's funny. And yeah. I thought it was someone else, but I think yeah. that's actually part of the the delight of the poem uh-huh. is, is this fractured mentality. Yeah. Yeah. It's a doozy. This poem is a doozy. Yeah. I don't think she's the wife. I think she's using right. the word wife. I think you're right. Yeah. Because she's also in a, in a, in a yeah. yeah, in a giggly way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot. And we do have another one that's a bit shorter. And do we have time? It's 1245. We could do it, I think. So let's vote on this one. Are we ready mm-hmm. to do so? Mm-hmm. All right. One, two, three. And it's unanimous. Nice. Yes. Woohoo. Thank you. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Now I can reel just how excited I am. I'm Yay. so excited. I, 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 she she had me at Welcome to Connecticut. <laughs> All right. All right, Marianne. Are you doing this? You're going to breathe? Okay. Have a, have a good healthy right, sip of water before you start in. Sip of water. Water. Sip of water. Get my Jersey accent on. Have a glass of water. Please. And do the wash. Ready? Wash? Have you heard wash? You're wash. That's that's a southern thing, girl. I think that's yeah, from that's your mom being from thing. Virginia. That's a Philly thing. Is that a Philly thing? Wash. Wow. Do the wash. Get a gaze. All right. A surfeit of saturation and light slash hungry ghost. You, me, Deneen. Right? Yeah. Okay. The foxes hold their wedding at the mountain's base. They wait for rainbows to banner the sky for the train to fall while the sun shines yoked to such pairings by their normative ideas of the future. They cannot remember what dreams they once held for themselves. Dressed in your finest, you buy them two voles off their their registry. I catch the bouquet of narcissus, willow, and peony. You walk through a field in black and white, and you walk through another field in green and one in gold. I love you, a 29-year-old sprung fully formed from the pit of a peach, charisma in your footstep and your heart so impetuous and your eye flits along the fields of differing colors. Every day I wait at the New Brunswick train station for you, tapping my foot with a sound like water on stone. You reproduce yourself in each of your children. My throat is too narrow for the hole in my stomach to be filled, which is why I need you stepping from the train clothed in the skin of a peach. But you are a bad man, bumming around in the rice fields, 
You are the fox in her house dress who sits by the window watching the hens. Your heart is full of peach pulp and fuzz, and you f- and the fruit around the pit is sour. You are not the monk in his field of persimmon trees. You are not the painter eating his blues, nor are you the blues or their valuable pigment. You are a man who sprang from the pit of a peach. I loved you while my hair was still buzzed with the number three clippers. I came to meet you as far as the platform. The Oni rifle through my drawers for valuables. They tear through my books. They leave my dresses strewn along the floor. They take my cash, my passport to their castle in the sky. I will grow older and you will, you will grow older and the foxes will fuck beneath the rafters of the porch. You will fight the Oni in the sky for me, but I can also fight the Oni in the sky. I can climb up to the castle on the hill. You have met so many amazing people on this journey. You have this really special connection with the fox and the pheasant and the monkey who stands, hand pressed to his silent mouth. I press and hold my hand to my mouth. I'm biting the peach pit in half with my sharp fox teeth. Thank you. Yay. Wow. What a poem. Mm-hmm. All right, I had to look up Oni because I didn't realize what they were, right? But they're the little demons, the little gremlins. Um, yeah, that's what I learned. Yeah. Thoughts? Well, on the surface, I th- I like th- about this and the other poem that they're weird without being goofy mm-hmm. and smart without being pretentious. Nice, nice, yes, that's absolutely, hundred percent. Piece of advice to the world, hundred percent. Weird without being goofy yep. and smart without being pretentious. Man, mm-hmm. that's PBQ's new motto. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Done with no Right, pen. so Tim Fitz is dropping a microphone Joe, right now. Joe, can I write that down? <laughs> we oh, are. We are recording it though. <laughs> I know. I think, oh, I know, but then I'd have I think to replay. We have the archive, I just right? want to write it down. That's keep talking, funny. keep talking. Yeah. But really, that could be a good motto for us. That's a great motto. Can we can we make something with that? I think At least a Cafe Press t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, listeners, by the way, we're having a Cafe Press launch mm. real soon. Yeah. So um, I want to tell a story, personal story. This is totally self-indulgent, but I went to <laughs> Singapore a couple years ago, and I think I think I might have been possessed by a demon. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, like, I remember, I remember the, story. the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, I think it's technically called hypnagogic sleep paralysis. But <laughs> I think a demon sat on me. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> right, and I couldn't. I, I had that. Happen. I couldn't move. Too. We talked right? about this. Like, yeah. and, and I swear something was pounding on the bed. Yeah, I didn't feel like terrified or anything. Right, but um, then when I woke up the next morning, I was looking around the room like, what the heck was that? Right, and uh, there was the this uh, sculpture of the monkey god. I think it's Hanuman. Right. Uh, he was like at the bottom of this table holding up a tabletop. And I was like, oh, well, it was the monkey god that just sat on my chest and held me in place and I couldn't move last night. That's what happened. 
totally rational, totally logical thought process. Tell my friend Robin, Robin Hemley about this. He's like, oh, that's called hypnagogic sleep paralysis. Right? Yeah. It's when your brain holds you in place and you can't move. Right. And your, your central nervous system is sort of like shooting off sparks or something. Yeah. So anyway, I tell you that story because coming to the end of his poem, when, when, you, when she does this direct address to you, like you have met so many amazing people on this journey. And again, that verges on a cornball line, but she pulls it back into the delightfully weird You've met you've this special connection with the fox and and I'm biting a pe- the peach pit in half with my sharp fox teeth. Like the when it, the poem turns back and looks at the reader in that moment, it is so weird and so perfectly creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's a it's a charming and winning move for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reminding me of my Singapore ghost. Thank you very much. Uh, well, and you have those monkeys see no evil, right? The yeah. monkey with his silent hand over his mouth. She's making the same position, but she's biting the peach pit with mm-hmm. her sharp, sharp fox, fox teeth. teeth. Yeah. So smart. Very cool. Finding, finding, finding. Mm-hmm. Um, Yumi, what you can't see is the both the focus on our faces and the grins. <laughs> there are grins yeah. in the room. We're literally smiling and nodding mm-hmm. and looking at it again. Yeah. You know, when when you read the line, but you are a bad man. Mm-hmm. I, he he you know, almost bust out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, I don't know. I love the line. I love it when someone calls somebody a bad man. Yeah. You know, it's such a great, it's such a great thing yeah. to say to a person. Yeah. yeah. Instead of using man. bad words, you just get to the man. point. You're yeah. a bad man. That's what I should have said to the woman driving with the dog today. Yeah, you're a bad person. You're a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> driving, <laughs> driving with the dog on your lap. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably you. could have called her license plate in. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah, but I, there's I, even a I, line that nobody knows the number. I don't want to be too much number. of a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've eat bowls of cereal while I'm driving and talk on the phone too. I don't do that anymore. I did that when I was in high school. I didn't talk on the phone. They didn't have them <laughs> in high school, but I would eat cereal. I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go around judging. People. I don't want to call the cops on him. I just want to right. say that she's a bad man and move on. But I love that. Uh, I love that line. It just it, it's such a shock in tone, too, because and, she's getting weird, and then she mm-hmm. stops and says, "You're a bad man." It brings you right back to the mm-hmm. plain conversation. Yeah, right. That plain speech, and then like two lines next. You are a fox in her house dress, right? That's funny. I'm right? going to bet yeah. that this writer doesn't know Watching which— Watching the heads. <laughs> I, I, I bet this writer doesn't know which lines are weird and which are normal. <laughs> I think it's just a natural, organic flow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean there's no craft in it, which means it's just— um, or or uh, the writer is good enough to, know, to not— allow us to see the gears turning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that does feel like a gear shift, though. But you are a bad man. It's like clunk, clunk, boom. It's a gear shift, shift but it doesn't, right? I, but I don't see the process. You and, don't see the machine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. And the, the line, the only rifle through my drawers... For, you know, in my ignorance, the first time I read that, I was like, the Oni rifle. Like, as if that were uh, an right, adjective a word, right. describing yeah, the, yep, I did the, the same noun, thing. right? Rifle. Um, but rifle is the verb, which is delightful. I guess that's part of the weirdness and wit of the poem, too. Part of the charm here is that her nouns, 
what you think is a noun is a verb and we think is a verb is a noun, but she's not nounifying or verbifying. Right. Right. Like she's not like there's a great Ann Carson poem uh, called First Chaldaic Oracle. The right way to know thing is the right way to know a thing is by a cherrying of the mind. Now, what the hell does that mean? But you kind of get what that get means. It. Yeah. But yeah, she turns cherry right into this 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 thing that the mind can do. Right. And what this is is like you know she's got nouns doing verb things and verbs doing noun things, which is great. Yeah. Um, and her voice is similar in that humor too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I I loved you while my hair was still buzzed with the number three clipper. Mm-hmm. Like I am there. I'm charmed mm-hmm. by so many yeah. things, right? But, but and even though this is also long, this is an entirely different poem, mm-hmm. right? Entirely different. Uh, even though I hear her mm-hmm. again. Yeah. I guess because of this, like, fable thing going on mm-hmm. with the fox and the hens. And the fox it opens with a fox wedding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it does feel like a fable. You're right. Waiting for the rainbows to banner the sky, for the rain to fall while the sun shines. Sounds so lovely, too. It sure does. Um, what are we thinking? I think Are we thinking we're voting? I think we can vote. I feel pretty good Let's about voting. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's, wait, can, I'm going to like hold my hand up to my face and chew on a peach. But no, I'm joking. So All sorry. right, ready? I'm looking away, though. All right. Okay. We're, 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 all right, you ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, shoot. Yay! Yay! You, I, you know, I, thank I, you. I talk to my students I, when I teach at the music school. There's usually one class period where we go around the room and talk about who does and doesn't have perfect pitch or who has synesthesia or not. Mm-hmm. And I started to wonder if there's a type, there's if there's an equivalent of perfect pitch for words. Hmm. You know, for tone. Uh, because yeah. because sometimes I it just seems you. like someone is a little more locked in, yeah. and this looks this looks like the person is really locked in on the flow of language. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And yeah. understands how things. That's great. Is, right. is fitting things together, and they're they're probably unaware of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But just is naturally fitting things in, yeah. and catching phrases here and there. Anyway, I just thought that throw that in there. Perfect pitch! Yeah. Yay! Wow. All right, listeners, give us some feedback if you've got any. <laughs> it's the only thing we ask of you to keep listening, keep reading, talk to us in, in any of the ways that you can now that we're living in this world, right? Digital world. Digital world. Uh, thank you. Woohoo! Woo!